This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. I'm Lindsay Roberts. Welcome to the podcast, Entirely Unconventional. I'm joined with my co-host, Melissa Lee. And today, we are going to be entirely uh, way beyond unconventional. I don't even know how to Shocking. explain it. So here's the first thing to do. Forgive us in advance. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Right now, I just pray in the name Amen. of Jesus that you will understand our hearts, understand what we're saying and be ministered to and let God minister to us today that we find solutions to hard questions, that we go an entirely unconventional way according to the word and the will of God and see what God has about topics throughout this year. Thank you, Father, for helping us read the word, understand the word, study the word, and then obey the word. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Today is about rebellion. And the reason I get a little bit um, giggly about <laughs> rebellion is I think at times we're all rebellious in some way. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. You know, when you're two years old as a child, they stomp their feet and they say, no. I mean, why do they associate the word no with stomping their feet? <laughs> I mean, they haven't figured Amen. out, uh, you know, how to do other things, certain things. They might not even be uh, potty trained or whatever, right, but right. in the strangest way, they know what no is. They, they can stop their, stomp yes. their foot. <laughs> and I giggle about that because because I think that, that that there's a part of us, Melissa, that's, you know, literally um, almost in our humanness, mm -hmm. instinctive mm -hmm. to say no to things that we might should be saying yes yeah. to. We have an innate sense, don't yeah. we? Yeah, it's Even weird. You can see it in little bitty innocent babies who've never been exposed to anything but goo goo ga ga. But yeah. man, they know you no. You take their toy yeah. away and it's no or mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. And uh, we have, it's okay, this is kind of like a total joke, but there's some truth in it. <laughs> so I have this cat and then I got a rescue cat. And and it's it's kind of been a comedy, but this the first cat had access to anything cat-wise in the house that he wanted and everything was fine. Fluffy, pretty yeah, cats. Yeah, very pretty, fluffy cats. And, and there was this little cat bed that my daughter gave me and said, oh, I think you'll like this. He hated it. <laughs> I tried to put him in, he ran out. I tried to, you know, put toys in it, took off. I even put kibbles in it, <laughs> hated it. The other day, the rescue cat was like, Did he find the I bed? have, yeah, it's my own bed. I have oh. my own bed. He comes up to get in that bed and my other cat's like, I don't know, probably 17 pounds. He's a yeah, big they're, cat. They're like toddlers. They're big guys. It's like carrying a toddler. <laughs> With the prettiest eyes. It's beautiful cats. And all of a sudden, he just kind of bullied his way in and he put his paws down and he stuck his head out like mine. You mm -hmm. can't have it. And it was kind of like funny. How so does the a rescue cat, cat was like letting him know? He, or the, the no, cat? the rescue cat ran off. He didn't get to get in it. The other cat that didn't Who want never it. never wanted it. Didn't yeah. care. That's just like describing our humanity. Right it's there. our humanity. Yeah, you didn't want it until mm -hmm. suddenly somebody else wanted somebody it. Somebody else was in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I thought, my cat is being rebellious <laughs> to the newcomer. And I we laughed and laughed about that. But then I thought... You know, it, it really that. is how some people act. You don't mm -hmm. want it. You don't care about it. But if somebody else comes along, 
it yeah. suddenly creates a fight or even ha ha ha, this is my cat fight. Okay, yeah. that was a joke, a okay. really bad one. <laughs> but we were talking, Melissa and I were talking about the book of 1 Samuel 22 about rebellion mm -hmm. being a sin like witchcraft. Now my cat's not in rebellion and he's not <laughs> sinning. It's so just like, uh, yeah, it was, a great it was just an example. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but two-year-olds are a lot like that. Mm -hmm. Five-year-olds are like that. 60-year-olds are a lot like that. It is yes. what it is. Yeah, yeah. So you were talking about obedience being better than sacrifice, which mm -hmm. just sounds so festive and it sounds mm -hmm. so pretty, but that's not what it was talking about. It was talking about rebellion. Mm -hmm. You want to talk a little bit sure. about it, even if you want to read 1 Samuel, whatever you want yeah. to read. So in 1 Samuel 15, it's um, Samuel had was uh, confronting Saul. Because mm -hmm. Saul had been told by the Lord and a prophet to go and destroy a nation that was, and you know, we think, oh, why would they destroy? There was so much child sacrifice going off. That's yep. one of the things I learned when I was in Israel, is that when we hear about the destruction of other nations, yeah. there was so much self-destruction going on in yeah. those uh, nations, if you will. But anyway, so, um, so let me get to... What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Now, this is Samuel, the prophet, talking to Saul. And he said, listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering. Um, rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft and as stubbornness as, ha um, as worshiping idols. And because you rejected the command of the Lord, you are being rejected as king. So then Saul says this, and this part, I've always heard that, and I just thought Saul was a little bit nutty. Um, and a, um, not just nutty, he was self-serving. That's, that's really a much better word because Saul tried to find ways, this is how I interpret it. Saul trying to, tried to find ways to please himself right. as far as make sure everybody knew him. Mm -hmm. Today, I think we might almost use Narciss the word narcissist. Yep. I was just yep. going to say yep. that, that he wanted to make sure not only everybody noticed him, but then he became a people pleaser yes. to make sure everybody <clears throat> liked him. And it right. wasn't for the people, mm -mm. it was for himself. Because didn't you say then right after that, he built an idol yes. to himself? Yes, Well, so it goes on. I don't want to look at something like that. I know. He said, I have disobeyed. Yes, I've sinned. I've disobeyed the instructions of the Lord. I've disobeyed the Lord's command is what he's saying. Because I was afraid of the people and what they demanded. So when I'm, I'm reading that, I'm thinking, oh, poor Saul. He was afraid. He was afraid. He was afraid. But then I go back and I read just a few verses earlier. Samuel comes looking for Saul because yeah. he's like, you didn't destroy everything. Yeah. And so he goes, um, hey, he said, hey, I'm, and I'm he was trying to help him. Yeah. He didn't yeah, he come wanted to. to add destruction to destruction. No. He really wanted to save wanted him, to put be, him on the right exactly. track. A prophet was giving warnings. He yeah. was sounding the alarm for yeah. salvation. Yes. And the Lord always gives a warning. Yeah. He's a good and faithful and merciful God. Not to beat us over the head, but no. to say, you are my servant. Yes. I mean, like, God really that. It will lead to Saul. your destruction. Yes. yes. And it did lead to his yes. destruction. So he said, so he said, hey, somebody told uh, Samuel, hey, Saul went to the town of Carmel to set up a monument to himself. And it's like, okay, he's not just feeling sorry for himself. He wants everybody to love him. Yep. And he also and set agree up with a him. monument to himself. Well, then Samuel said, hey, um, may the Lord bless you. He said, I've carried out the Lord's command. That's yeah. what Saul told him. And he said, then what is all the bleeding of sheep and goats and all the cattle I hear? He kept all the plunder for himself. For himself. And he spared yeah. the life of the king. Yeah. 
And it's like, because he was afraid of what people would, would do. think about him. Yeah. Now this is Old Testament, so if anybody's thinking yeah. we're gonna go off and yeah. no, chop no, somebody's no. head off, we're no, not. We're, not. No. we're talking Old Testament here, but you know, Old Testament, they did things differently. I'm not trying to, you know, diminish the Old Testament because New Testament is just the fulfillment of Old, right. Old Testament. Right. But that's how they handled things in the Old Testament days. And, and what Saul was trying to do was make a kingdom for Saul. Yes. Yeah. And God wanted a kingdom for mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And and Samuel was trying to say, hey, Saul, you're doing great. Yeah. You're really doing great. But it's this one area where you just have to stop making sure all the glory goes to yourself. Right, right. And he was nice about it. He was prophetic about mm -hmm. it. He tried to be helpful about it. But instead, Saul's like, cool, I'll go build a shrine to myself. Yeah, that <laughs> is so funny. Wait a minute, you something here. So, and I think that we talk about rebellion is and, a sin. Yes, and stubbornness are sins of the heart. So exalting our own opinion or our desire over the Lord's command. Yeah. And, and, and today in 2023, over the word of the Lord, I'm gonna yeah. say from the New Testament on, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like exalting our opinion over the word of the Lord is, that's rebellion. When I grew up, I grew up back in the day when television was Leave it to Beaver, television mm -hmm. was um, uh, Father Knows Best, television was um, Ward and June Cleaver, mm -hmm. um, television was My Three Sons and all yes. those kind of things. They they were an unusual unit. Sometimes there was parenting like a mother and a father. Sometimes there was, um, you know, one parent. A lot of times they would have a this or a that and it was always sort of full house, happy family. Now mm -hmm. it was a blended family or mm -hmm. it was a, um, you know, like the uncles came in to help and there was a, uh, the mother had passed. And so it was, there was a lot of dynamic that wasn't just mom, dad, and two kids. It right, was a lot right. of interesting dynamic, but overall it was the dynamic of working together. Mm -hmm. And I see that Saul wanted <laughs> the dynamic of working for Saul. Mm -hmm. doing everything Saul's way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like a family unit, mm -hmm. when you see a certain kind of family unit, it takes a certain, I'm gonna say give and take, mm -hmm. in order to make the family dynamic work together. And usually in those programs, you know, I guess 30 minutes, the whole thing's resolved. Yeah. <laughs> well, in our lifetime, we can't resolve everything in 30 minutes. But much like Saul in the Bible, mm -hmm. We don't have the um, whole um, full house, fuller house uh, family <laughs> unit. The, the structure might be completely different. Right. Um, many times we see, um, in a sense, I've seen so many kids that I think if I hope, I, I hope I don't say this wrong, they called them in my day latch Key latchkey. kids mm -hmm. where they kind of went home and took care of themselves. Yeah. Yep. And, then, and then the dynamic keeps changing and changing. Yeah. So there is this, I'm going to say maybe weird need mm -hmm. to be independent, mm -hmm. to be self-sufficient, right. but that doesn't mean we are independent and self-sufficient from the word of God mm -hmm. and disobedient mm -hmm. to the word of God. Mm -hmm. Saul was so busy trying to make sure he got his way mm -hmm. that every other structure that was around his kingdom, so to speak, could just go by the wayside as mm -hmm. long as he got his way. And I think part of his people pleasing was, look at me, look at me. Right, I wanna right. please the people, not to make the people better people, right. but I wanna please the people so that I get the award. I go home carrying yeah. the golden <laughs> statue. And well, it's so weird because today in our society, 
we look at television differently. Oh. We look at family structure differently. Mm -hmm. We look at jobs differently. I, I was in the restaurant. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe I'm telling this. <laughs> I was in this restaurant where um, a man's food was just, it was kind of like disgusting. And he tried to send it back. And, and the it. little server took the little plate and like slammed it down. And I thought, man, in my day that I mean, maybe it yeah. happened, but it just seems like... No, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> and the person was older. But it's a different And the oh. server was younger. Mm. And it wasn't... There was no... Um, respect. Respect maybe. for authority, maybe. Mm -hmm. and, and to be honest or with you... Or just customer service. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, in my day, I would have picked up the plate and said, Sir, let me see if I can make this better. Or mm -hmm. something. I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. But it seems like um, respect... And, and being kind to one another mm -hmm. and all that is like out the window. Now mm -hmm. it's what idol can I build to myself mm -hmm. and make sure my statue is strong for me. Well, and I think too, when you have like a victim mentality, if you will, yeah. that it's oh, like have we my seen right, that? it's my right, it's yeah. my right. And I mean, I remember as a teenager, um, hearing my mom and dad saying something about when you stand in that, on that platform of it's your right, uh -huh. That is rebellion. Yeah. And it, it brings out rebellion. There are definitely avenues to go yeah. to, to stand up for yourself. We're not, we're not. I'm like, not saying kowtow. No, I'm, we I, do is not. Is that still listen, a word people use? Well, we do because we're like <laughs> old generation. Or older. Um, but listen, I have four daughters yep. who are powerhouses. Yep. I did not teach them to lay down. Now yeah. my son, just by his stature, people take him serious. Six five, yeah. so you they take I mean? him serious. But we had to train our girls a little different that listen, when you sit in a boardroom, mm -hmm. don't shrink back. Yeah, you know? it's true. When you sit and when- uh, When you call a meeting and it's your meeting, don't yeah, shrink back. don't shrink back. So I am all about, I am all about rising up to, uh, to, to become who God's called you to be. Yes. And he didn't call anybody to be a doormat. Yes. You know, so I'm all about that. One of the things we But talk, that's different than rebellion. Yes. So speaking your voice and having an opinion and having a rebuttal. Like we didn't, we weren't like the parents that because I said so. Yeah. Because to me, there's nothing more infuriating or, or frustrating as adult because I said so. Now there's just going to be times in life you're going to have to accept that from some people, but we didn't have to have that in our house. We could sit down and say, you know what, this is Explain. why. For your good for your, and now if we had gone over it and it's like, okay, that, that is a mute point. Now this is how we feel. Yeah. And when, you know, that's just what it is. Yeah. And it's like, and they, they were like, oh, all right. You know, then comes in obedience. Right. Right. But you got to speak your piece. Your kids got to speak your piece. Right. We weren't trying to like jam something down their throats or mm -hmm. any of our kids in general. We're just not. But that. now rebellion. And when you talk about rebellion, um, I've seen it in the streets. Yeah. I've seen it in politics. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in schools. I've mm -hmm. seen it in families. And the thing that, that if we can really pinpoint the difference of rebellion and speaking your peace, mm -hmm. and I, you know me, I'm one to speak my <laughs> right, peace. Right. I will. Um, I, I don't believe. We like to have backbone. Yeah, I have a backbone. <laughs> yes, um, we like I'll it. be honest, I didn't used to, and you all know that about me, that I used to be, um, I used to be the kind of person that was, I don't know if they even use these words anymore, but they called it mealy mouth, mm -hmm. you know, and I was. And isn't that frustrating? Yeah. Because especially when you're a smart person. Yeah. And you don't rise up to be who you're supposed to be. Because I was so either a female or I wasn't mm -hmm. really 
boisterous or mm -hmm. I, I had to learn to become certain things uh, because I had a family member that used to say to me, listen, if you're going to be a doormat, you're going to get walked on. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn the difference in being a rebellious person, being a doormat mm -hmm. and being a woman of strength. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of differences in that. There's a huge that. difference. I and I don't want to be rebellious. I want to be strong. Mm -hmm. But I think that comes down to a search my heart, oh Lord. Mm -hmm. Because today, I think that trying to be strong, male or female, trying mm -hmm. to be strong in a job, trying to be strong is hard. Yeah, it is. But we don't have to be rebellious to <laughs> right. get our point across. Because it, it said rebellion is a sin equal to witchcraft. Right. To me, you can't fight that in right. the natural. Right. Because that's in prayer. That's one of the things we talked about is that witchcraft, it opens the door to every, every evil work. work. So one of the things you brought up was, how do we close that door? And one of the things you asked last night, and I thought this was profound. Very, said, very late last night we were discussing this. <laughs> Neither one of us could sleep, and so I called her and said, you up? <laughs> Want to talk? So, so how do you ask the question, how do you pray when leadership is in rebellion? Mm. How do we respond? How do we respond? So what if you're a child and say your parents are in rebellion? Mm -hmm. What if you are on a job and say your um boss mm -hmm. is in rebellion mm -hmm. or cheating or something mm -hmm. like that. Right. What do you say if in politics, the people you work for, you know, are in rebellion to mm -hmm. even, um, even the, let's say authority rebellion to the laws of that state or mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. like that. Or, you know, and maybe laws need to be changed. And I'm not talking about that. Right. I'm talking just flat out rebellion. I'm going to mm -hmm. do it my way. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just, you know, soldier through it and right. tear everything else down because that person may be building, as you said, a shrine mm -hmm. to themselves. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I have found, I've found, Melissa, that in my strength, <laughs> I'm like a zero in the battle. <laughs> and I'm not a weak person. I'm, right. I, I do have strengths. But this is a spiritual but thing. This is a spiritual batter, battle. And where do I go? I go, whether it's physically on my knees, do mm -hmm. I do that still? Yes. Mm -hmm. Whether mm -hmm. it's sitting down in my prayer chair, do I have that? Yes, mm -hmm. I do. Whether it's just uh, sitting in a parking lot. I was in a parking right. lot earlier in today in the car, praying in yes. the spirit, yes. asking Father God for direction. I had to go to an appointment. Before I went in, I felt like I had to pray. Mm -hmm. And truthfully, after mm -hmm. I walked out, mm -hmm. I felt like I had to pray. Mm -hmm. Before I went in was not the time to make a large disagreement or yeah. make a scene. Yeah. After I went out, I, I probably felt like I could have, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like it was the timing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I went into a situation and said, I'm going to pray. Yeah. That's my answer. And it may sound like weakness to no. somebody. It's you know, not. Romans 8.13, uh, we start with ourselves. And yes. Romans 8.13 says, hold that thought. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it says, um, for if you live, uh, let me see. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. Because if you live by its dictates, you'll die. But through the power of the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of our sinful nature, of rebellion, right? <coughs> this is spiritual. Yes. And we are trying to fight. 
So we don't fight flesh and blood. Even going into your situation this morning. Sorry, I'm spit no, that's okay. To I'm, I'm drinking but coffee. But we're not on camera, been, and if yeah. you could see my hair, you would be thankful. Melissa <laughs> has so much hair. She has hair like my Chloe had. People used to think Chloe wore a wig when she was three or four years old. You I, know, my, my hair my does get tugged on sometimes. And she by has so much hair. So she decided it was too hot in the studio to to leave her hair down. And if you could only see it, it's like 14 feet high. <laughs> With a very colorful pink that you gave sort me, sort of a Barbie it's so rubber band. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it Thank you. And 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 you know, and some things just make us want to giggle. So in our giggling, but there was something that I looked at um, root causes of rebellion, and one of it is think about what you just read about. Let's bring it up to modern day. Okay. When God saw that Saul, who was great, mm -hmm. and he was, I mean, Saul was the one that David finally had to battle with for mm -hmm. David to become a great king. And mm -hmm. Saul was just in divination and rebellion yes. and, and seeking out witchcraft. I mean, on purpose. Yeah. And, and Saul. Idol worship. Yeah. Idol, and All he of that. started out so good. God picked him. God selected him. It's like a, it is a cautionary tale, right? Yeah, it is. And so all of a sudden, now listen to this one little part. Okay. After the root cause of rebellion, it's a sin equal to witchcraft. When you make a decision to idolize yourself mm -hmm. or to put yourself up on a mm -hmm. pedestal or build this monument to yourself. Listen, if I'm at work, I want to get ahead. I want to get a promotion. I, right, I mean, right. I'm not against that. Right. But this said right here, this said, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, mm. he said, he has rejected you from being king. Wow. I don't want, I, like I let me go back and say it again. That was I would his, love to be pr promoted. And that was his divine placement. Yes. So that's how we can apply it for today. We can forfeit our divine placement by being prideful, mm -hmm. by being rebellious, mm -hmm. by be, having what Oral used to call the big head, yeah. or just getting into being well, a you're people looking at my pleaser. Hair you yeah, you're looking at your hair. <laughs> by being a people pleaser, by being, it's true. I wish you could be, Sorry, I wish I you could see up. this. <laughs> It's pretty bad. No, it's adorable. I wish I had it's your not hair. That adorable. People. I could tie my hair up in one of those little, um, those little pet rubber bands. And yet here she has this. But truth be told, what had to happen is God had to tell him no. This guy God hand selected. This yes. guy God loved. This guy that started out as a marvelous king mm -hmm. by listening to the people, by getting yeah. the big head, mm -hmm. by deciding he knew best, by getting mm -hmm. into rebellion, by deciding to, hey, I deserve that promotion. I'll build a shrine to myself. A lot of times and I feel like I deserve a promotion, yes, but it's right. got to come properly. I think one of the um, dangerous things too that we kind of wear as a badge of honor, especially now is self-reliance and our independence. Mm -hmm. We are so self-reliant mm -hmm. and that really can become an idol is yep. our self-reliance, yep. you know? My dad died when I was 12. I had to become mm -hmm. self-reliant. Mm -hmm. But if I use that as a weapon of other people, I can do it better than you. Mm -hmm. I can be more or reliable Or I can do it without anybody. Yeah, I don't an need anybody. Into ourself. Well, that is when you get picked off by the enemy. I'm just yep. saying. Yep, you're standing you know? there like a target. Mm -hmm. But for God, this is the thing I think out of all of this, the thing that got my attention is when God said, because of what you did, mm -hmm. he said, how can I let you be king? I have yeah. to reject you as king. That's when so God might have put right? you in a great position, mm -hmm. God might have done this, God might have done that. I mean, for God to have done that, Saul had to be godly. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He had to be right, following God. Right. That's what he had to it, it know. Wasn't God. Like he was he was the leader. Yeah. God chose God him liked to him. lead his his, his own holy people. people. Yeah. And then so. all of a sudden, let's let's examine because this is what I think the Bible always says: check your own heart or mm-hmm. examine yourself. Yes. Let's examine the things that created his downfall. And this mm-hmm. is the part where I want mm-hmm. you to still love me, but <laughs> maybe just maybe if we give God the privilege to mm-hmm. examine our heart and look at things that could mm-hmm. possibly create our downfall. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing I love about this is God said, Samuel, go try and save him. Samuel, go talk to him. Yes. Samuel, do something. And he just, now he wouldn't listen to the prophet. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's getting weird mm-hmm. because God, God, you know, they say that old saying, he, God sent you two rowboats and a helicopter. Yes. You wouldn't listen. Right. Um, is God sending people, and this is where you have to choose yourself, examine okay. your own heart. Is God sending either a godly person your way to maybe gently correct you? Is God trying to gently correct yourself? You know, mm-hmm. when the Bible says whom God loves, he chastens. One, mm-hmm. one commentary in translation says he redirects. Mm-hmm. Is God trying to just redirect, redirect us? us? And we're being so stubborn, because mm-hmm. one of the words in there in Samuel was stubborn. Mm-hmm. If we're being so rebellious and stubborn that it'll finally, maybe slowly, but get to the place mm-hmm. where God says, honey, I can't use you anymore. Mm-hmm. I love you. I'll always love you. Mm-hmm. Nothing can separate from the mm-hmm. love of God, but mm-hmm. I can't use you anymore. I think that would break me. Yeah, it really and would. And it wouldn't, but it didn't break Saul. Mm-hmm. He let it get the best of him. He did. And that, I mean, like I said, it is such a cautionary tale. Yeah. He was already raising up a young boy who seemed the least likely, yeah. King David. King David. To, to, yeah. to replace him. And he loved David. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything was in proper perspective. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he got the big head. Yeah. It was, oh, so it is. So, so one of the, okay. So the question was, how do you pray when leadership is in rebellion? One of the things I wrote down that is we have to overcome the enemy of Christ yes. because now we know rebellion is this witchcraft. So it's an enemy of Christ. It's an enemy of Christ by our faith, which okay. is our trust in the Lord and the good news. I wrote that down mm. because it's the gospel of the good news. That's mm-hmm. how we overcome the enemy is trusting in the Lord yep. and clinging to the truth of his word. And I think when we, it's like a shower when you, um, uh, did you say that or did Elizabeth say that? No, Elizabeth, me? your daughter was talking okay. about it. That it's like getting in the shower and not turning the water on and yep. wondering why you're not clean. Yeah. It's like, get in the word. Yeah. And do the thing when you say about your faith, the Bible is very clear. God's given to every person the measure of faith. Mm -hmm. But in addition, faith comes or is exercised or it is strengthened Mm -hmm. by hearing the word of God. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing that I think is kind of funny. Like we said, uh, I don't know what time I called her and you called me and we (laughs) continued to go on with this discussion. It was a long time, but it was late last night. Sometimes, and we were looking for honestly trying to do this podcast properly. Yeah. So sometimes when you're looking for proper answers, mm-hmm. you could go to the internet, mm-hmm. done that before. Mm-hmm. You could go to a well-meaning person, <laughs> done that before. You could go to a first-class jerk and get the right answer. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. <laughs> it happens. What? But the problem that I see is we have so much available to us. Mm-hmm. Good people, bad people, church people, non-church people, mm-hmm. the internet, not the internet, the encyclopedia, oh gosh, the so library. So much information. They so call it access. the information superhighway. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can get on that highway and go the wrong direction. Yeah. How do you <clears throat> stop in the middle of all this, I'm going to call it chaotic rebellion, mm-hmm. and say enough is enough. 
-hmm. Where would you go in the scripture? Well, one of the things we talked about, since witchcraft is a spirit and uh -huh. it opens the door, we both immediately went to Revelations, yep. where we talked about um, the one, uh, it says, what the Lord opens, no one can close, and what the, the door the Lord closes, no, no one, one can, can open. open. So we go to, so I thought this was such an interesting, this is Revelations 3, 7, and it says to the message of Philadelphia, so John is writing this message to the church of Philadelphia who are weak but obedient. And I thought, what a weird thing. Some people want to prove how strong they yes. are, but he said they were weak, but, but they, they were, were obedient. obedient. So it said they seem to be weak and powerless, but they realize their strength is in Christ. So one of the things I, I thought of immediately as I read that was, you may feel weak, but you are not powerless. Yes, when we are obedient, yes. obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Then you receive power when the Holy Spirit, because you're back in the spirit again, yes. comes upon you and you can do what God's called you to do. I have to, as they say, go to the throne before you go to yes. the phone. Well, it reminded me of Zechariah 4, 6, not by might, not by power, but by, by my, my spirit, spirit, says, says the, the Lord. Lord. So you know what? I may look weak by not bucking up to everything that comes my way, but I'm not being weak. I am going. You're being wise. I am going to the Lord. Because yeah. listen, if you look at us and think there isn't some stuff going on in our lives. Yeah, there really <laughs> is. We got a few things that are like huge. You have four daughters and a son. You've got five kids. I have three daughters. You have a husband. I have a husband. We both work. When you put all that together, stuff is out there. Yes. But just because my, I'm going to throw it as far as I can with this one. <laughs> because my little mother-in-law, Evelyn Roberts, mm -hmm. was quiet. Don't oh my kid goodness. yourself. Yeah. She was Power not house. weak. She no. was a powerhouse. Yes. Sometimes in our voice, we need to be strong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in our voice, we need to be silent. Right. Sometimes we just need to hear what the Lord has to say right. and listen and be obedient. Right. I found that it's the presence of God's empowering spirit that can help change circumstances. Will you pray for people? Pray, sure. pray us as we close this now. Yes. Father, we just thank you for this day. Father, we thank you, Lord, for everybody listening. Father, whether they're dealing with their own spirit of rebellion, Father, we would just say, give us clean hands and a pure heart, Father God. We just thank you if they're deal in a situation where they're working with people that you would give them uh, just listen, if we know people, there's people in rebellion all around us and just the way society is right now, that you would just give us the, the wisdom and you would empower us, Father God, to walk out what you have called us to walk out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We pray for you today from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. We pray that you uh, hear from the Lord spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, that God ministers to you in your family, in your, in your children, on your job, whatever it is that you have need of for God to minister healing to you in every area of your life. And as I always pray, I yes. always pray when I do this program, I pray you know you're worth more than you think in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks, enjoy it. Enjoy it <laughs> and enjoy the rest of your day. Make it entirely unconventional for the kingdom of God. We'll see you here next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, Follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.